Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to TLR, the Ludicrous Report. What a day we have today. So many fun topics to talk about. So many, not necessarily fun topics, but topics that I think need to, we both need, think need to be discussed. Uh, as yes. always, I am Joey Carney, uh, host of the Angle Podcast outside of TLR. And with me, the best duo that there is, Roman and Issa. Hi! <laughs> Roman Hi. is with us today. Yeah, he's being a little brat. He's a he's an influencer now. It's okay. It's, <laughs> he's, he's gaining some confidence. He's growing his ego. Oh, there look he is. at him. Look at yeah. him. Yeah, I he's think, like really I, think, I think he's grumpy because of the heat wave going on here in Puerto Rico right now. These are temperatures, Joey, that I've never experienced, and I grew up here. Really? Yeah, you it's said it was horrible. Dangerous. Yeah, they're, they're like, oh, he says, well, my favorite thing is like, we got a weather alert. And he says, uh, threat, moderate. And then on the, on the, on the, on the bottom, he says, a possible life, threatened to life. And I'm like, what? how is that moderate? How is it? Then what's severe? Yeah. We go to hell or we become hell because it's that hot? Like, I couldn't understand how that is moderate. But the threat yeah. level is life threatening. I'm like. I think I have a theory that it's because it's so hot out that if the hot kills, like if the sun kills you, it's because you were way too stupid to be out there for that long. Yeah. So like there is no, there's no, I took Roman for a walk and I think like these are like five, 10 minutes walks tops and I have to watch like where we walk because some, the pavement sometimes is too hot. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's really bad here right now. That's what I was going to bring up. Uh, that's, that would be my, my main concern is, and that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize too, especially like here in New York, where people are walking their dogs constantly, 24 hours a day. When they, we have heat like this, or not just heat like this, but when it's hot in general, you have to be careful with the pavement and their dogs' paws because they could get burned, and yeah. it uh, it really does hurt them. So the way that I see it is like if I was to go to the beach right now and take off my slides and walk to the water, I'm gonna yeah. burn the bottom of my feet. Absolutely. So why wouldn't my dog? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't understand why people don't automatically think it's common sense. Yeah, I guess that animals are meant for outdoors, but so were we, technically speaking. It doesn't mean that when the, like, you're not going to walk barefoot on the cold, on the ice or on whatever this is. So I always think about that. So I carry him and I take him somewhere where there's grass and shade that I know he's not going to get burned. And that's when I put him down. You, you know how it is. Like, you see, he's my baby. Come on. I'm not going to let him get burned. <laughs> <laughs> no, Roman, we, protect Roman at all costs. That's at the, all costs. <laughs> yeah. Either one, he's the tribal chief. That's it. <laughs> I did see, I did love that you put in the chat um, for everybody joining us. Uh, Joey put in the chat, what is your favorite dog breed? That is the question of the day. Uh, everybody knows mine. I'm a sucker for Yorkies. I love them. They have an attitude. They, and Roman is not my first Yorkie. It's just always been my favorite kind of dog. Yeah, and the reason why I put that, that question in the chat is because uh, today we'll be talking about uh, a really controversial topic, I would, I would assume, um, that goes on with dogs. Uh, but it's a topic that I think a lot of people don't talk about enough as they should. Uh, just because oh, I, I can't wait to get into the drama and the yeah. way that he reacted, but it is such a fun debate. And I don't know if you caught my tweet, but I did. I got I got Roman at the exact same place where he got his dog, and that has always been a point of. I received a lot of criticism because of it, so I can't wait to get into that one. 
yeah. Uh, we'll be saving that one for a little bit later in the show. Uh, but there are some other topics that we have for today. Uh, if you were a fan of in the in the 2000s era of MTV, you know who Bam Margera is. Bam Margera, uh, part of the He's Jackass been going crew. through it for a while. <laughs> yeah, he had his own show for a little while with his family. I, and I used to love that show. Me too. I don't think are we getting into that topic first or no? Or are you running down the topics? Oh, I was just gonna run down topics, but we can go. We can jump into that first. Why not? Let's talk about it. Because I was gonna say I don't think that Bam has been the same person since the accident in which he lost. Um, remember his friend Ryan? Was his name Ryan? The uh, other jackass guy? Yes. Yeah, I I don't think that Bam ever recover from that and that's not a theory you could just tell his demeanor every public appearance that i've seen him do shows videos whatever yeah. he never carry himself the same way after that here's the thing with, with bam i think he's always had substance abuse issues oh, yeah um has it, has it like 90 percent of the jackass cast have yeah uh, yeah they have issues? they really have yeah um and i think like even and not to bring up, not to compare it at all to, to wrestling, um, but in a sense, you can because, you know, these guys grew up a certain way, uh, being uh, violent, being out there, being Putting your body dramatic. through things that no normal human puts their bodies through. Exactly. And there comes a time in everybody's life, regardless of your profession or regardless of anything, that, you know, it's kind of like it's time to ride off into the sunset. And, you know, a lot of them have kind of uh pulled back a lot from that lifestyle um they are still in it somewhat but i think bam margera had a huge had a problem with that you know like wrestlers like rick flair were were not able to pull themselves out of that lifestyle you know and on top of that and i don't know how many people are like fully familiar with bam's like entire life story but before jackass bam was one of the very first people to go viral for skateboarding videos. He's been yeah. doing stunt and putting his body through crazy injuries and crazy stupidity way before Jackass. That's how Jackass found him because of yeah. all these viral videos he used to create around skateboarding. Yep. So um, so it's like I, this guy has probably has been putting his body through ridiculous stuff since he was probably like, what, 10, 11? I assume yeah. because he's, he's, I don't know how old he is, but I'm assuming he's young. Now I got to look up his age. Well, see. the reason that he's uh, he's in the headlines today is because he was put on a fifty-one fifty psychiatric hold. Uh, he's been going through it for quite some time. I know that there was a there was a point forty-three. He's forty-three. Forty-three. By the way. There was a time not even that long ago, maybe a few months ago, where like he was missing and they couldn't find him. And then he would post all this weird stuff about Johnny Knoxville, basically destroying all of his relationships. It's really, really sad to see yeah. you know, that they've tried, his friends have tried to do what they can for him. Well, yeah, the reason why he him. wasn't, allegedly, the reason why he wasn't in that last jackass is because they asked him to get clean for it and all that, and yeah. he couldn't, he was supposed to be a part of it. Now, I don't know if our viewers watching us right now, please leave a thumbs up if you are and chime in in the chat, but a 5150 is very, very hard to get. This is when the, 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 the mental specialists decide they want to take you because you're not all there. There's no calling like, it's a, it's involuntary. You, there's nothing you can do or say, or there's nothing anybody can do or say, or say to keep them from taking you. 
And I've yeah. only seen that. It's very rare. I think Amanda Bynes, we kind of talked about her yeah. with the original Britney breakdown. They put in a 5150. Kanye has been putting a 5150, but it's only a handful of celebrities that you heard of. Like, there's no intervention. Yeah. This is them saying, you are not well enough. We're going to take you. And that, to me, like, has to speak wonders to what level of mental health they find him because I've heard of cases and people calling for to get someone put in a 5150 and yeah. they won't approve it because they don't feel like that person is that dangerous or, or to themselves or to society right i don't know how to yeah. properly word this i'm not a therapist so when they they approve one you know that this person is just not doing well yeah they said that he uh he's had erratic uh erratic speech and behavior uh suicidal threats that he's made um it's it's really sad to see you know someone like this who, who who really has uh been a part of our culture for a very long time i mean i remember watching him as a kid and, and just being a fan of of the jackass stuff and uh mainly coming from the skateboarding stuff let me ask i love i love his show with his da- where he would do the pranks on his parents especially yeah. his dad that show was so funny <laughs> were you a fan of because i know growing up uh we grew up a, a big group of, of guys and girls, actually. We had a, a combined diverse group. Uh, we loved to skateboard. We were always doing like something like athletic outside, whether it was skateboarding. And then we had uh, a phase where we were all rollerblading. And then we were all biking and doing all this crazy stuff. And not really emulating what we saw from Jackass, but kind of to the same effect, if that makes sense. Like doing doing stuff off ramps and different things like that. And I remember... Bam Margera being like one of the people we look, looked up to. It's just, how do, how do you, when you think of Bam Margera, what do you think of him and his career? Uh, the first thing that always comes to my mind is, is the parent stuff. Like him and his dad yeah. used to have just the funniest freaking chemistry. But you could tell they love each other, but man, they messed with each other a lot, right? His mom was funny too. I think of the solo show. I think of Jackass. Um, I, I... I was a little bit older when this like kind of took off. Like if yeah. I was your age, I would have probably been trying to replicate it, but it didn't make me any less than a fan. I watched all of it. I think Jackass kind of like wore off for me after a few years. Once, yeah. once you get old enough to realize all of the issues that these guys are having. Yeah. I think I watched all the way up to like the grandpa one that they made. Remember yeah. that one? And then after that, I haven't seen like the latest one yet, but I heard that it's actually good. I just haven't, like taking the time to see it but that is automatically what i think about but i also associate him with so many issues like and 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 i see steve-o right now seems to be doing good for himself you know johnny knoxville i mean we just saw him wrestle at wrestlemania and i'm glad that some of them got clean but i really do think that that accident in which he lost his friend affected bam in a way that he might never be able to like fully move on from it yeah, and, and the article does say as well, uh, he is in the middle of a divorce uh, mm-hmm. from his wife, Nikki, and she's not allowing them him to see their baby. So there's a lot of things going on there. That If, you know, he, if, he, got, if he got put in a 5150, his mental health has to be, I mean, that puts the mom in such a weird position, right? We, we had this conversation yeah. when we were talking about Kanye and other things. It's like... I don't. I wouldn't want my kid to see their dad in that kind of state, especially when yeah. you don't know how they're gonna act or what they're going to do. This is literally fifty-one fifty is a danger to yourself or to society. So I can't say that I'm blame her for this. I just hope that he gets the help that he needs. Let me ask you this: not to really go deep into it, because I know a lot of times we like to 
get deep into these conversations. Yeah. We, are, we are a pop culture show, but I think that it's really important to talk about, uh, you know, a big part of pop culture is our society. And that's kind of where I'm going with this. You mm-hmm. said that you kind of left that, you know, you, you stopped kind of liking that version of entertainment where they were like putting their bodies and, you know, it just got played out in a sense when you realize what they go through. Do you think it was more of uh, not really enjoying that type of content, that entertainment anymore, or w- more was it like going into a, a more PG style society where those type of things kind of were shadow banned from society and it was more PG and respectful and very, very, I, I don't know what the word is, but I think that society with in, in the late 2000s to now, like it, we saw it with wrestling, like it became PG. There was a PG. Yeah. So- yeah. 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 I, I don't know because like when I saw them do what they did at WrestleMania, that was one of my favorite matches of that weekend yeah. and I enjoyed it and the nostalgia and it took me back. I don't know that I personally went into a more of a PG mentality, like society possibly did. I'm not, that i'm not like that i mean when, even when it comes to wrestling i don't mind blood yeah. i like hardcore like some of my favorite exactly. matches are the no dq style You're where they go school. crazy <laughs> right i am very old school but i will say that it's not a content that i would enjoy on a daily basis like when jackass was big we were getting a daily show and it's just not yeah. something that i can see myself sitting down and enjoying on a daily basis but like I see a movie, I'll stop, or, or I'll, I can talk to you about it when we're talking yeah. because, like, I enjoyed it. But I don't think it was more of a – I never went into that PG, like, mentality. It's just not my style. Like, yeah. some of my favorite movies – like, I, my fa- one of my favorite movies, if not my top, is Fight Club. Like, this – I like this. I like violence. I wake up in the morning, Joey, and I choose violence. So <laughs> Clip it. Clip it. <laughs> so – you know, it's, I don't think that's what it was. I think it was more of, they were also getting older and you're like, says me, I'd be acting a fool at whatever age, right? But <laughs> you fool. see them and you, yeah, you see them and you go like, man, when are you going to stop doing that? You're, you're, yeah. you're a grown man now, you know, even though that I still be jumping off of tra- of planes and like I get yeah. into all the crazy freaking roller coasters. I do say, I never did the, um, the skating thing, but I do think they're a little bit of an influence. In, in yeah. my love for adrenaline. Like, I love doing crazy things, bungee jumping, like skydiving. Like, I love doing that kind of stuff. And nobody in my family, outside of maybe my nephews who are trained military, so they're forced to do some kind of things, not because they want to, are as, like, adrenaline chasing like yeah. I am. So sometimes I wonder, was this stupid jackass shows that I watched <laughs> when I was little mixed with wrestling? What makes me, every time that there's an idea... When we hang out, you'll see it. If there's an idea that everybody will go, hell no, I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> and, and I blame Jackass for that behavior. <laughs> you remember, uh, I don't know, I don't really know the audience that we have in the chat, what the age demographic is, but I remember a time when there was video games, like extreme backyard wrestling. Remember that? Yeah. Where yeah. like jumping off houses and stuff. There was a there was an era in in time where like violence yeah, but nothing like Grand Theft Auto. When Grand Theft oh, Auto Grand was at its peak, that I, is the greatest freaking video game of all time. I don't care what anybody wants to say. Let me tell you, fun fact. When I can't sleep at night, I turn on my Xbox and I play... And you play GTA? Do you have a favorite one? Vice City. 
Oh, Vice no, City is so good. I, Vice City, Vice, Vice City. Yeah, yeah, Vice, Vice City, City is good. Andres. I like Grand Theft Auto 4. San Andreas is good, too. I like the 4. I'm like OG, OG, you know, but yeah, Vice City is fun. San Andreas as well. Man, I remember yeah. trying to find the cheat codes, but oh. not to, like, beat the game. It was to, like, have maximum, like, all the stars, the tank, all the guns. <laughs> oh, I like getting all the money and getting all the cars and the parachute and... Oh my god! And, oh man, I just no. I love running people. I never forget the first time that I played that in front of my dad, and my dad could just not believe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let me pull over and pick up this hooker real quick, and my dad is like, "What?" I'm giving all the shorts today. You got all the clips thanks to my quotes. <laughs> when we do, when we do our nostalgia show, we will be de- we will definitely be talking about. Grand Theft Auto, and to make it as professional sounding as possible, Grand Theft Auto and its its effect on our society. Because guess what? There's a new one coming out next year that I'm very excited for. The most expensive video game, I think that was created. Um, but I do I do want to make a reference to uh, a a comment I saw in the chat. Uh, we did talk about wanting to pick you and I, Issa, starting to pick our favorite uh, a favorite comment from the chat. Yeah. Yeah, kind of giving people you know that recognition, and I think I already found the one that I'm already going to. Uh, I'm going to pick for today's show. We're only a little bit, a little while into it. Uh, yeah. Lego, Lego brick collector said, "Nothing's better than a fresh cup of violence in the morning." <laughs> hey, Lego's one of my best things from my channel. Shout out to oh. Lego. That made me laugh too when I read uh, it. <laughs> so far, that's my favorite comment in the chat. Uh, we still have the rest of the show to go. There's so much. We more still have a about. lot to go, but I just hope that Bam gets the help that he needs and he's yes. able to get better. Um, you know, we we we, we encountered the situation. We always bring it back to wrestling, but he's been helped in the past and goes right back to it. And yeah. you know, we talked about it. For example, when we're talking wrestling, like it's a kind of it's a very similar Jeff Hardy situation where it's like yeah. they get help, they get clean, they come back, they make a big comeback. We're all behind them, and then they do it again. So, but I, I just hope he gets the help that he needs just for the sake of his little boy and in being able to be the dad that his little boy needs. Yeah. I, I think that it, you know, in time, uh, in due time, I think that, uh, hopefully, like you said, with the support, I think that it, it, will, it will come around, uh, mm-hmm. hopefully praying for, you know, Bam Margera and his family. But, uh, in this case, I will say with a 5150. They're not going to release him until they feel he's okay. And that's important. At least he's somewhere safe getting help. And they're not going to let him go until he, until they feel he's, he's okay. Yeah. Um, but some more topics that we have for today. Uh, Adele is in the headlines. You sent this one to me. and I know that I sent that to you and I already forgot what it was. But I'm like in my brain right now like, what was this one? <laughs> So Adele <laughs> apparently she she gutted the entire mansion uh that Oh she, yeah she purchased uh that was apparently Sylvester Stallone's house. Yeah. But she kept one thing in there and those in the chat I'll give you about 10 seconds while I'm talking to guess what she kept in there. Anything. Keep in mind Adele the singer by Sylvester Stallone Homes tears it down, not tears it down, but she's remodeling, leaves one thing up i would love to see if anybody can guess it because it's i i laugh when i saw that because yeah. it's such i would do that i would so do that oh i, I would too I'd, no no there's no way that you would i would get rid of that yeah I don't, I don't think anybody got it but 
No, I'm not seeing any guesses. No. (laughs) She saved the Rocky statue uh, that he had in there. First off, this guy's got a statue of himself in his home. If you had ridiculous money, Joey, would you not? I I probably would never have. I don't even have pictures. Hear me me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Because I would have a giant statue of Roman made. Would you not have one of your cat? Maybe. Ah, I got you. <laughs> Mike, Mike in the chat said the boxing bag. No, close it, enough. Close enough. Yeah. No, he he had a Rocky statue. Granted, there's a Rocky statue in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Next year, when we Philly, go for WrestleMania, you and I are gonna do the 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 Rocky TikTok. We're gonna run up the steps together. I Joey. love it. I did it. Uh, <laughs> I did it in February. I did. I did it. I, yeah. Oh my god! I did it for when I went for Royal Rumble 2018. Yeah, that's when I, I've been to Philly a lot, but I remember yeah. that one specifically because I did the running up the steps. And I, oh my god! And I did it after I had a freaking Geno's cheesesteak. Oh, Halfway yeah. through, I thought I was gonna gas out. I'm like, man, my stomach hurts. I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I live like an hour and a half away from Philly, so if there's an open weekend and we're craving some cheesesteaks, wait, what are you a Geno's or a Pat's person? I'm both. No, you gotta pick one. That's not how I it works. eat everything. No, Joey, you have to if you if you can Gino's. only take one. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, okay, we Gino's. just became best friends. I'm a Gino's girl too. There's there was one time when I went and I had like six different. Oh, did you do? Did you try Tony Luke's? Is it Tony Luke's? I I did obviously Pat and Gino's. Of there course, was, there was a couple of them. I don't remember the names. It was a while back. There was a there was a different places that we went to that were. It like has to be in. Tony Looks. I guarantee you because I, I don't know if I'm saying the name right. It was like this little place. Yeah, yeah. Tony Looks. Look, I I put in Tony Look and it literally comes out the best Philly cheesesteak. I tried that place. It was pretty good too. Um, yeah. I did the same thing. I went on a. It was so funny though because I had so many halves sandwiches that I took home that I think yep. I ate cheesesteaks for like a week because you can't if you're gonna do the cheesesteak tour in Philly I love how we went from Adele to the cheesesteak tour but <laughs> this is more important if you're gonna do the Philly cheesesteak on in, in Philly you cannot eat a whole one in the first sit down because you yeah. won't you will not be able unless you have that kind of appetite I can't do it I have to take two bites let's go to the next place yeah. wrap it up it's take it home you know you're doing a yeah tasting. Yeah, it's like you're doing it. It's it's the most fun. Like anybody visiting Philly, you gotta go do the steps, and then you gotta go and find like the top five, six Philly cheesesteaks places, and just try them. It's so much fun. Gino's always packed. The line is always to the outside. Yeah. Pat's too. I just I prefer Gino's, but I don't take away from Pat's. I think Pat's is good. It was a little too. I don't know how to, their bread was more like soggy compared yeah. to Gino's. And that's what bothered me. And I'm like, I'm a plain person. I just get the meat and the, and the whisk. Me too. So, oh, I love you. <laughs> Sometimes, uh, depending on the place, I'll put like the peppers on there. But other than that, I don't, I don't do anything. I don't do the peppers. So, so I feel like the, the, the bread and I have, I try giving Pat's multiple tries and I always feel like the bread feels more, Muggy than the than the than Gino's. Gino's the yeah. breast still feels like toasty and good, you know. So, yeah. anyways, back to Adele. So this woman tears out the entire house, keeps the Rocky statue, and I had to give her respect because I will do the same thing. I will keep it. Yeah. Fun fact: Rocky is my favorite <laughs> movie series of all time. Really? You know, CM Punk has. <laughs> <laughs> you know, CM Punk. I has knew there was a reason I didn't like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
there's a lot of Sylvester Stallone that takes me back to me being a little girl watching action movies with my dad. Yeah. And I remember the Rocky movies. Rambo was my favorite. Rambo. I thought he was so, he was so badass in Rambo. Um, what else? There was a couple of movies that I remember watching with my dad. I think it was uh, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like those were the legends of me growing up of the movies that my dad will watch. So shout out to him, man. Rocky movies, they age well. You can watch them now and you can still enjoy them. Yeah. And uh, I believe they're on... Peacock or HBO? I'm not sure. I think I think it's Peacock. Yeah, but let me ask you. You, I think we might have talked about this before. Are you a fan of uh, the Creed series? Uh, I haven't seen the last one. I like them. I like them, but yeah. I think I just like. I don't know. I have an issue with today. I, and we had this talk on the show before. Yeah. I have an issue with today. Today's like movie industry where they're just like remaking things or just leashing off nostalgia instead of creating their own series and their own original stuff so what there are some things that i like a part of me goes like come on like be creative what what's gonna happen in 20 years when you run out of things to remake (laughs) like somebody needs to sit down in a room and create new characters new stories so a lot of the things that are like that are leashing off nostalgia i kind of feel 50 50 about but i do think they're good movies the ones that i saw so i think the rocky series has like six six rocky movies Mm -hmm. right six or seven seven maybe six i think i thought it was six six and then creed has now three right and they're already making the fourth i watched uh i watched creed three last week and i will tell you that creed three was the worst one out of the Creed series and all of the Rocky movies. So that's what I heard as well. That's what I heard as well. And that's why I watched. I like the first one. I love the second one. one. I thought was okay. I haven't watched anything past that. The third one just felt forced. It felt. I feel that. See, I thought the first one was good. The second one was starting to lose me, and that's why I haven't grown the the nerve to watch the third one. But see, Rocky uh, uh, Creed two had. There's a backstory there. Like there's yeah, a yeah, yeah. that's a callback to the original Rocky series. Right. This this movie was just like, oh, it's someone from his childhood that like a part of uh Creed's life that we didn't know about. But the way the yeah, movie Yeah, they're turning played, into Fast and the Furious movies where they're just bringing up villains that that yeah. were supposed to be there but they weren't there. <laughs> like the guy like I'm not going to spoil too much for you, but the guy uh like his friend got out of jail. And within like a half an hour in the movie, he was like the heavyweight champion of the world living in a penthouse. Like the movie moved way too quickly. The story progressed way too fast for it to be like, like to to gain that emotional connection. Right. And it just, like it finished and I was like, I don't even know what, like what just happened. Like it just too fast. Yeah. Okay. That's Maybe I'll check it out just so that I can talk shit about it too. (laughs) But uh, I mean, we keep passing Adele here. Like, the, the queen Adele, but yeah, I definitely would have kept the Rocky statue. Let me ask you this to kind of tie it back into Adele or this, this topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were able to purchase any home in the world that belonged to a celebrity, which celebrities home would you want? And what one thing of theirs would you want to keep in the house? Oof. 
You're trying to bring out my nerdy side, aren't you? Because it's 1,000% be Steve Jobs, and hopefully he has something on the original Apple computer in there that I will keep in a heartbeat. <laughs> I was gonna say Bill really? Gates. So you like you dug into that one. That was that oh. was. I like that answer. Oh, well, my second answer was gonna be Bill Gates because I guarantee you that has to be the most high-tech freaking house in all yeah. the world. Like, but I mean, I'm a big Apple nerd. So I'm literally sitting here staring at my iMac. My MacBook, yeah. my iPad, yeah. my like I, yeah. I and, and I love the story. I know that he was controversial in, in some ways and the way he managed certain things. Yeah. But I just I love the story of how they just went from a garage to what they what they are today. And he was such a big part of it. So I'm a geek. So if I had the opportunity, you damn right I would bet on a Steve Jobs house. Yes. Yeah. Well Lego Lego said don't say Roman. <laughs> No, no, no. I every once in a while I answer my questions seriously. That was a serious yeah. answer right there. He like he, he got me. He got me. You, none of you were expecting that, but I, I'm a huge Apple nerd. So that's yeah. and and I watch all of the Steve Jobs movies and I watch all of the documentaries. Like I even fell down the conspiracy theory. I don't know if you ever saw this one when they saw somebody that looked just like him in Brazil, and yeah. then the whole Steve Jobs is not dead conspiracy was born. <laughs> What about you, Joey? Whose house will you buy? To kind of piggyback of what you just said, it's kind of crazy that there's a lot of things we have in common. Yeah. And this is one of them. I've I've ah! been I've been infatuated with I don't know what it is. I think since I was like 12 years old. Whenever the first iPhone came out, I think I was younger than 12. Um I always like kept up with the Apple technology. I was always I, fascinated to see. Like, I couldn't what, get my hands on an iPhone until the two. The two. I was so mad. I never got the first one, but I did get a two. It's so bad, Issa, that I literally, I know there was one yesterday, the day before. I watched the keynotes, the Apple keynotes. Oh, who doesn't? Yeah. No, I take time out of my day. The, the oh, three hours. I watched it the other day. I saw iOS 7 and all the new stuff coming out. Yeah, me I too. love it's infatuating to me. I don't know what it oh, is. Oh, me too. I love 1, learning about it. Do you, which one is your favorite Steve Jobs movies out of all the movies that they make? Because I, I love the one that Ashton Kutcher made. Ashton I thought Kutcher, Ashton Kutcher did such a good job. And what I love about that one is that they didn't hide some of the things that he did do wrong or his attitude. Or yeah. He was a perfectionist and, and, and he wanted things to be done a certain way. There's a reason why this, this Apple is the standard dirty products you know but i i find it fascinating that we share the nerdness when it comes yeah to i'm a nerd when it comes Apple, to technology oh me too me too and, and i i used to before i um before i went into selling office space which is what i was doing you know when the pandemic hit yeah. my job was retail with uh, verizon wireless so i dealt with mobile phones and we would go to all these trainings with apple and like i've always been a big geek and it's like really funny because when you work in the wireless industry you have to yeah. have the latest phone this isn't a you have to have it because of status. No, no, no. You have to have it because you have to, the customers, you know, you have to make it for the customers. So yeah. it's like that uh, stayed in my brain. So if I don't have the latest iPhone, I feel like a loser. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel too. I feel like I'm, my phone, my phone's outdated. I'm like, they just yeah! announced the new one 10 minutes ago. My phone is outdated. I need a new one. And then the other day I went to, uh, you know, I told you I upgraded my computer and decided to get yeah. the, the iMac because I was like, okay, I could get an, I have my MacBook and I've kept it updated. You know, MacBooks will last you forever. I tell everybody, it's like, yeah, you're going to pay like 2,500 on a laptop. Yeah. It will last you forever. I've had my MacBook forever. 
But I was like, if I get a new MacBook, I'm going to get a monitor. So let me go with an iMac because I haven't had a desktop in so long. And it's so funny because the girl Best Buy is like, oh, you can leave it here. We can set it up for you. And I'm like, that's the fun of it. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you would not take away the geeky part of like putting up the programs and setting up. I'm taking it. (laughs) Give it to me. Hug the box. Give her my credit card and run out of there. (laughs) Like I'm that kind of person that and, and I am the designated set up my new iPhone person for everybody in my family too. Now, let me ask, because we may become best friends. We might have our own stepbrothers moment here. <laughs> if, we have the, if you have the same answer. Okay. I pretty much have gotten every Apple product. Mm-hmm. There's one Apple product I never bought. And it's not like I refuse to buy it. I just don't find any interest to purchase it. There's I'm only one. If you what Apple get- product I didn't purchase and for me, no, I had I had an iPod. Uh, you remember when Apple TV wasn't a streaming service? It was like the actual box that you would yeah. have to buy. That would be it for me. Really? Yeah. I never bought the watch. <laughs> I, never, I never cared for it. I was like, it's too small to read. Like, I always have my phone in my hand at all times. It's like... I never, I, I never cared for the watch. And every now that I'm getting older, like everyone's like, "Oh, you should like use it like to like watch like for for more like uh like like health reasons and different things the like best, that." It's the best. It's better than any fit, fit fitness. So I use it for my workouts. Um, yeah. It connects to all my workout machines, so it keeps track of my workouts. But yeah. a few years, like a year and a half ago, this is random. Here I go with my deep conversations nobody expects. <laughs> but I got diagnosed with a heart condition, and my heart beats too fast. And I never thought, and that's why I have a bunch of, I even have, don't tell anybody, I have a Rolex that I got as a bonus. And you always see me wearing this. And the reason why is because it keeps track of my heart rate. Yeah. So um, at the gym, I'm able to work out, but because of my heart rate condition, I have to watch it. And the, and the yeah. watch would always tell me, and it gives me an alert when my heart starts going over a certain speed, I have to slow down or stop and let it kind of like show. So I didn't have a lot of use for the watch. Yeah. Up until I got diagnosed with that and up until I, I got really into fitness. I've been really into going to the gym all the time again. And this thing tracks everything for me. Like I'm a, I'm a Apple rings Nazi. Like, like I had to close all of my rings or I go crazy. So I love that the watch is keeping track of all my movements and all that. But yeah. if it wasn't for my heart or the fitness, I will tell you right now, I will have no use for this. I don't text from it. I don't do anything from it, but connect my workout machines to it and check my heart rate. That's all I do on the watch. So I don't blame you for yeah. having no interest in it. But when I first got it, it was a gift. And then I was like, I really like it. And I like, um, well, now you can kind of customize it. Like I change my band all the time. Yeah. I, I, on the beginning, you could only buy the bands from Apple. They were like yeah. 50 bucks. And I was like, screw this. Now you can buy them everywhere. So it's fun. But yeah, I, I do find use. But a lot of people tell me, okay, the things that you're mentioning with a Fitbot or a, or a fitness bracelet, you could get yeah. the things that you're getting from the watch. Yeah. So I've never called or done anything from it. I even had the watch that, that you can put the SIM card into it. So you can, and I'm like, the fuck am I going to do? Like talking to people like this? Like, what is that? No. So I use it for things that I could probably get a different device for. Yeah. No, I just never, like I said, it, it, the everything it was too small to read and I just didn't have any, any interest. Like, but about it though how often do people even look at their watches anymore now that we have these devices in our hands that tell us everything that we need to know i don't even wearing a watch i look at my phone for the time wearing a watch like i don't think people 
have a need for watches the way that we used to back in the day. Yeah. When I was 20, when I was 22, uh, I got a job working at Torno. I don't know if you know what Torno is. A lot of I people, do. I don't know if a lot of people still know what Torno is, but it's basically <laughs> a wholesale watch company. They sell all different brands of watches. Uh, and I was a sales manager there for like a year or two. And I learned so much about watches. I never like, I didn't know anything about watches before. And working there, I learned so much and I found like a, a, a deep love for, for watches or timepieces, whatever they call them. Yeah, but right. Oh, you went fancy on me. I, I knew like all the little terms and all like, oh, what this is and what it does. I knew all that stuff about any type of watch. And I started watch, I started wearing watches then. And over the last couple of years, I just kind of, I put, I put it down and I just never went back to it. Like I have, like I have a Rolex. I never wear it. And I, I wear it for like occasions, but like, Same. I don't wear, I don't wear watches anymore. Like, I, like, yeah. I, like, let me tell you. I will say from a female perspective, it is hot when a man is wearing like a nice Rolex or a nice watch yeah. because there's like, people have this understanding that it's only the Rolex. It's like, no, there's a lot nicer brands out there than Rolex. Yeah. But when you're not showing it off, like when, yeah. if I just catch it, like let's say I'm on a date with you and I just like catch it off the glimpse of my eyes. So like you're doing this the whole day. So I see it. I find that very sexy. I think that a man that knows like watches and all that, yeah. I think that's like important. Um, yeah. But I hate when guys just do it to show off. It's just you're like, like, okay, so, you get it. What do you want to talk um, about? Right, right. <laughs> What do you want to okay. talk about? Okay, Cody Rose. <laughs> Hello. Oh, I have an itch. You know, like, yeah, I see. <laughs> yeah. You have, a, I have one yeah. too, bro. I'll never forget the one Christmas, like, and then we'll move on from the watch topic. But my dad didn't know a lot about, and I was little, right? But my dad yeah. didn't know a lot about watches, and he wanted a uh, Movado. He was obsessed with a Movado, right? He yep. wanted this Movado, and my mom could not find the Movado that she wanted. So she got him a Gucci watch beautiful Gucci watch. Like, I mean, timepiece, okay? This was a timepiece. It wasn't even a watch. Do you know that my dad didn't freaking wear it for, like, the first year because he thought it was a cheap watch? <laughs> it's a name brand. It's a name, yeah, but my dad is a big designer person, right? So yeah. he didn't know. But we're talking, yeah. this is, like, back in the 90s, Joey. Like, Gucci was, especially in Puerto Rico, it was very Still hard is. to watch. Gucci is huge. And yeah, and I actually he gave it to my nephew as his when he my oldest nephew when he graduated high school, and I'm like, yeah. that's a vintage freaking Gucci watch. Like, I want to take it from him and go get it freaking like <laughs> appraised somewhere. I yeah. know it's gonna be worth so much money right now. It's a beautiful watch, but it was so funny because my dad didn't wear it until now. I'm old. I remember him seeing one of the you know the the ads that would come in the newspaper. That's how we used to see sales back in yeah. the day. And he saw like this Gucci watch in a jewelry store uh. ad. It was like $2,000. And he was like, what? <laughs> Your dad got FOMO. He got FOMO. And, my mom, and that's when my mom was like, yeah, you jerk. <laughs> yeah. No, there's some there's some watches. And I know Rolex. The reason why people love Rolex so much is for two reasons. One, they, are, they are a status. But they are like mm -hmm. the classiest, most elegant looking watches. Now, obviously, mm -hmm. uh, across the board, that is like the the epitome of class, right? But there are more expensive watches, right? That like only oh, yeah. 1% of the country that are rich like that know of those brands, right? Of course. Right. Um, but also with Rolex, they're much like Ferraris where they, they keep, they hold their value. So yep. they get passed down from, from generation to generation and they actually build value. Mm -hmm. Like I know the one that I have, I got it in 2016, 
it's almost two thousand dollars more mm-hmm. than it was when I got it. Yeah, I uh, and I got mine used because they they hold value. I got one as a Christmas bonus from my job when I was like I was a vibe. Uh, VP of operations, and that's yeah. what the CEO gave like the people at VP and C levels. Like that was our gift or Christmas bonus. Yeah, and I just never forget looking at it and thinking like, you know, I, I remember somebody said like, oh, they could have just given us a big fat check for what what this watch is worth. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, valid point. But you realize yeah. that this would like never lose its value. You can pass yeah. it down. You can it's an asset. freaking sell it if you're ever in a situation where you need to. Like I'm like, this is so much better than him writing us each a 10, 15 grand check and be like, here you go. You know, like <laughs> I thought it was, I actually thought it was thoughtful. But one of my coworkers were like, he couldn't just give us a check. And I'm like, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> You'll appreciate it later on. That's yeah, yeah. correct. <laughs> like I, I know, like for my, like mine, I got mine when I graduated college. So it was like it was a gift to. I was the first person, not to get a little mushy mushy here, but I was the first person in my family to graduate college. Mm-hmm. So my parents bought me a Rolex as like you're starting this new like generation of college graduates. Now you can start to pass that down to your your kids. I love that. And do that. So, <laughs> so like. <laughs> I understand it, but maybe when that time comes, I'm like, I ain't giving you that shit. No, fuck. <laughs> you sound like me. Like I, I'm like, I told my best friend, like something happens to me. You make sure they cremate me wearing this specific pair of red bottoms because yeah. they're a limited edition. I'm not passing them down. They're coming with me. Yeah. <laughs> and yep. she's like, got it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Logan Roy from Succession. You're not getting nothing. It's going to the grave with me. I'll give it to my dog. So whoever gets custody of my dog will probably. Oh man, Lisa, we have a few more topics to talk about. We're have you having yeah. fun today? I'm having. I'm, I'm having. having fun. I always have fun that talking to you, Joey. Yeah. Uh, it's time. We need like a like a separate intro for like the Kardashian corner. Kardashian corner. Oh, we need a video. We need to talk to the, yep. to the design team to make us a Kardashian corner video. Yes. Oh, this one is good though. I popped for this so hard. Guys and girls listening. You know, Kim Kardashian, we've, we've been giving her, we've been putting her over. Let's use wrestling terms. We've been putting her over for the past few months. But now she might have made a slight heel turn and we're not, I'm not sure how I feel about it. She, uh, she poked fun at her sister, Kendall, for all of her NBA exes. Now, you can say... She Kendall has- starting five... You can say she has a type, you know. Listen, Kim has a type too. They all have types. Well, I don't know what she's doing with Bad Bunny because Bad Bunny doesn't look like anything of those guys in that t-shirt. But <laughs> <laughs> but Kim has a shirt that says, "Was it Kendall starting starting five or something like that?" Yeah, Kendall starting five. Yeah. How do you feel about this? Um, I think it's funny. <laughs> I think it's funny. I think it's a flex, honestly. Yeah, I uh, I don't think it's meant to be negative. I think it's a way to sell merch. I know uh, the Lord, Lord Disick, Scott Disick. Uh, when he started his right. brand, his clothing brand, Talentless, he made a shirt that I'll never forget. It was uh, Kim is my lawyer. Yep. And it's sold out. Like, it's sold out. Um, 
And I feel like this is just one of those marketing tactics. It has to be, I don't know what brand that shirt is. I don't know if that's like merch they're coming out with or something, but it's definitely something that like, listen, they're walking billboards. They are not just going to wear anything for nothing. So that is from something. Uh, and yeah, it, it's all marketing. It's a, it's a it's funny shirt. Thing. It has yeah. all five of Kendall's ex-boyfriends who were NBA players. And if you don't, if you just glimpse at it, it looks like an NBA shirt until you see Kendall in the middle and the guys yeah. around her. Like it was stuff. I I popped. I thought this was hilarious. Yeah. That's why I had to send it to you because I was like, good to have a sense of humor about it. I I think it'd be really funny if it was like an actual jersey that that, that was like <laughs> that she's running around. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure we'll see Kendall in it at one point as a joke. You think? Well, yeah, because you know how the media gets. Like, look, look at the way that it was presented in the article. It was like, oh, she's she's going after her sister. Like, yeah, she's not necessarily going after her. I think that you'll see when the media takes it out of hand because they do that with everything. She'll have to come out. She's just having fun, bro. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Listen, they all support. Listen. Uh, Kim Kardashian was front and center with Northwest at a game holding a Tristan Thompson sign. Yeah. Regardless of what happened with Tristan Thompson and Chloe. So, you know, it's all in good fun. It's all in support. So family, I don't think my family group chat is the most toxic area <laughs> in, in all of the world. But we love each other and we support yeah. each other. You don't want to read the conversations that go on in this group chat. We talk mad crap about each other all the time, but Oh my God, we love like Dominic Toretto and got nothing on us, right? But oh, are yeah. we toxic? Will we do something like that? And when we go off the air, remind me to tell you a joke about the shirt that my family <laughs> made to me because oh, you man. laugh. <laughs> I see, uh, I uh, now I have another favorite comment in the chat. Oh uh, no, Rick, what Ricky put a Ricky commented this. Uh, this is funny podcast all week. This one and TWL best podcast whole week. Uh, you're the best, Issa and Joey. Oh, Thank you, Ricky. Ricky. Thank you. Means we love lot. doing this show. We love yeah. doing this show. Yeah. Uh, we always say it, but it's all in good fun. But now I'm starting to really believe it. We are the best duo that there is. 1000%. Yeah. And if you haven't seen us, we've been talking wrestling over in my channel too, Thursday. So you should, yeah. you might want to check that out too. I lo- Let me tell you, Chip I plug. had Chip so plug. much fun last week with you. Maybe, Yay, I, maybe I talk a little bit too much, but you know. No, no, you don't talk passion. too much. It's the passion that comes out. You don't talk too much. I love that we went in. We didn't plan anything. We kind of just did it. Here we go by bullet points and we allow the conversation to go. And that's what I yeah. love about our dynamic. That it's like, we don't need a whole like, oh, we're just going to read the whole article. We just like yeah. go by the topic, do this. And then we just like go off because like, I love where our conversations always end up going. But no, I, I love doing that and we're going to keep doing it, guys. So stay tuned over there as well. Hell yeah. Subscribe to uh, Issa's channel and stay up to date with it. all that good stuff. Um, yeah. Not and really- you did a live stream, by the way. You did a live stream, which I thought you did great. I was proud of you thank seeing you. you come back on your live stream game. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. I felt like it was, I watched it back after, not the whole thing because it was too long. And I was like, I feel like I was in a therapy session with the bloodline. Like I literally felt like the therapist <laughs> and I was giving everyone, everyone's point of view. And like, it was fun. I like it getting deep fun. into the conversation like that with myself. You kept apparently. me company. I got, I was getting a pedicure and then I went to like these two boutiques trying to find out the rest. The whole time you were with me. <laughs> I love <like> it. <laughs> That's so funny. 
Um, but the big topic for today, uh, <sighs> and I have to shout out. I already, I already messaged him before, but shout out Rob for the thumbnail today. It was Peter versus Pete. I love that. I love that that thumbnail. Uh, so clever. Pete Davidson uh, in the headlines again because he bought a dog instead of adopting a dog. Now, the big issue with this for me is I really don't care what you do. I don't care if you adopt a dog, rescue a dog, buy a dog, whatever the word is. There is not enough conversation around this topic for people to know what is right and what is wrong or what they should do or all of that information. There's so much to cover when it comes to that topic yeah. on its, in itself. And, and it's very... Some people do like a certain breed of dogs and a certain breed of dog is very hard to get adopting, right? Yeah. Um, in addition to that, I purchased Roman. I bought Roman. And I am somebody that donates to animal charities on a monthly basis. I'm a yeah. big animal, like adopt animals and support the, the babies. Like everybody knows I'm crazy about animals. Yeah. I was not planning on purchasing Roman. I literally bought Roman at the exact same store where Pete Davidson bought this dog. Yeah. And, 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 and that's the thing. That store is set up as all the celebrities in New York buy their dogs from this place. Their sale tactic is incredible. I don't think they got me. I fell in love with Roman that day. I yeah. feel like if I would have not seen Roman, I could have walked out of there without a dog. It was a Roman moment for me. Yeah. But they know exactly what to do. They have pictures of the celebrities and not just the celebrities, the, the normal people. They take your picture with the dog and they have a wall, but like they're just, oh, you want to hold it? They put you on the floor. They let you bond with these dogs. And I was just going on a nice walk in Chelsea and they had the doggies in the window. I'm going to go in. I walked out with a dog. That was never the plan. I, I, first of all, the price that Roman cost was never anything I would have ever <laughs> thought I would pay for a dog. Let's start yeah. by that, right? But because of the reputation that this particular store has, Roman came with a lot of paperwork, including like government issues, like government issued um, inspections on the breeding site that Roman came from. Yeah. For the last four years. So the paperwork that they brought me Roman with was a well-inspected uh, breeder that, that had all their shit together, right? Yeah. And the reason why people don't like people buying dogs is because ultimately some people just throw them in a freaking cage, have them have puppies, sell the puppies, and that's it. They don't care for the dogs. Yeah. That wasn't the case to where Roman came from. And I do understand that that's not always the case. This is a yeah. high-end store that I should never bought a dog from. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I might still be paying for him. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the whole point is that at the same time, and hear me out, if these dogs are born in this kind of environment, let's say I didn't get Roman for that and it was a different kind of breeder that does all of those things. Doesn't that also counts as saving this dog from an environment that was like really, really bad as well. If you go and yeah. you buy a dog from a breeder, that's just like breeding dogs. You took that dog from that because yeah. a lot of times when they don't end up selling them, they end up breeding the puppies that they end up keeping there and they go into the same kind of cycle. Yeah. 
Yeah. I am also a big believer in a dog can choose you. I am a million percent convinced that Roman picked me that day because yeah. it was never my plan to buy a dog. Do yeah. I, w- would I adopted a dog? Yeah, I would have. But that, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like with pets, it can be almost like love. You're not counting on it happening. It kind of just happens. And that's what mm-hmm. happened to me. But because I'm such a big animal advocate, Joey, I have gotten so much shit from people because I bought my dog. Yeah. Now, I have experience with both of the mm-hmm. options that we have here. Um, my cat, I rescued. He was, he was at a center. He was really, first off, he was sick. And they told me, like, don't pick that one. He's, du- he's going to die. That's what they told me. Like, they were up front. He wasn't eating. He was, he, was, he was a few weeks old, and he was just sick. Mm-hmm. And uh, the idea of wanting a cat is because I was working – 60 hours a week and I was in five college classes. Like there was, I was over, I was running myself into the ground. Right. Yeah. So getting a dog was kind of out of the equation because it's not They're fair. They're too to high maintenance yeah. uh, compared to a cat. Yeah. So I was like, let me get a cat because I had just moved into my own place and I'm like, this is kind of lonely. Like, you know, I've never been on my own before like this. Uh, let me get a cat. So I was like, I want a black cat. Why do I want a black cat? Black cats are, and this is a fact, by the way, black cats are more prone to being euthanized because there is yeah. so much superstition around them. They're bad luck. They bring all this stuff, all this nonsense that people believe. So I was like, all right, in my mind, I'm doing a better thing by adopting a black cat. I love that. I never thought so, about that. Plus, apparently they're really, really sweet. Didn't know that. I don't know. I, I heard, I learned that. Uh, the black cats are usually sweeter and like the orange cats, the tabby cats, I think they're called, uh, mm-hmm. are more like aggressive and mean. I had a tabby cat and he was a little jerk. So, yeah. So I, I found my cat. Uh, he was really, really sick. I picked him up. And like you said, he picked me. And I have a picture on my Instagram. I can send you later. Or if you follow me on Instagram, you can go check it out. Uh, I, they gave him to me to hold. I picked. He was literally like the size of my iPhone. I picked yeah. him up and he looked at me dead in the eyes and grabbed my face like this with his paws. I love that. And I was like, that's it. Mine. Did you see did you see the video I posted of my first interaction with Roman yep, today? I, I picked it. him up like this yep. and he just licked my face and I was like, it's over. Yep. I knew it was over. I was like, okay. I, I literally go into asking, Do you wanna go home with me? They get you, man. They get you. <laughs> I, I adopted Jagger in twenty sixteen and he survived. He of is very he healthy. He just needed and some love and somebody that cared about him. Let me tell you, he was—he grew up around our dogs, our golden retrievers. This cat is trained like a dog. He sits on command. I'm, I'm telling you, the only thing he doesn't do like a dog is go on a leash outside. That's impressive and because cats that. are kind of like known to be their own little person, more jerks. I, I am 1,000% convinced I was a cat in a past life just because of how I am. <laughs> I love your ears, by the way. Nice. <laughs> 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 but um okay so you rescue him yes and all so, is going well yes so uh the year before um our dog of 16 years passed away not to get morbid um and we we desperately we'd never been i had got that dog when i was five years old and he died when i was in my 20s so like it was like devastating like when you have that, the family mm-hmm. yeah when you have a pet that long and then you don't have one anymore it's like 
The house is quiet. Like it's very, very like off. We needed a new one. Uh, we didn't know what kind of dog we wanted. We were kind of looking for, we wanted a golden, uh, I mean, a, uh, a German shepherd, maybe a, a dog that could be like a family dog, you know? Um, and again, German shepherds are not necessarily dogs you would find at a rescue shelter unless Correct. they're older and abused. And in that case, they are harder to train. And sometimes they are too aggressive. And they're very, and and they're hard to turn into a family yeah. dog. Correct. A lot of times yeah. they'll make a great guard dog, but they're not like yeah. will be like be inside and, and certain things. Yeah. German shepherds can be the smartest. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think all dogs are born with a loving, nurturing way, regardless of the yeah. race. And I think a lot of what happens is on how they're raised. Even pit- yeah. I love pit bulls. I think pit bulls are the biggest babies. But it's, it, it comes down to how you how you raise them and treat them. Yeah. So we could not find, we went to like a million different rescue places in Florida and we could not find what we were looking for. And we're like, all right, we have to maybe find, you know, maybe we have to buy one from a store, you mm-hmm. know, because there are certain breeds that you just cannot find at shelters or rescue, rescue right. shelters. Um, so in our town in South Florida, there was uh, a little pet shop and we just went in and, uh, there was a golden retriever dog walking around the store, the owner's dog. It was a mom and pop place and they had dogs there. We didn't know they had dogs there. So we're looking at dogs and we're like, we're looking for a family dog. And the owner goes, well, my golden just had puppies. <sighs> like, like just and you automatically puppies. just pulled out your wallet. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. So we're like, <laughs> we looked at it, me and my dad and my mom, because me and my dad and my sister were there. My mom, she couldn't, she couldn't bear to look at other dogs. She was still trying to grieve. It was like, this was like a month after. Yeah. Um, so we looked at each other and we're like, we didn't even think about Goldens. Like we didn't even like, they were like the best dogs. Yeah. Uh, so they bring out, we're like, we're like, do you have any boys? Cause we wanted a boy. They bring us out one. We're playing with it for like five minutes. Then they tell us, oh crap, this is a girl. <laughs> marketing tactic i know it is yeah so they were like grabbing her to take her back and we're like no no no, keep her here they went back they brought a boy out from the same litter yeah we left with two puppies that day no brother and sister brother and sister i love that so much brother and sister kingsley and jersey uh and yeah the rest is history i think that the best decision decision by the way that we ever made. I mean, I see, I see how your parents treat their dogs, and I want to move in with them, honestly. So, um, I think that, I think that first of all, I, I one thousand percent believe that a pet can choose you. I think yeah. Roman picked me that day. Um, the guy tells us like, oh, he just, we just got him in. Yeah, Roman was like eight weeks and three days when I got him. Legally, you are not allowed to sell them. If yeah, you're selling them until they're eight weeks. So I got Roman mm-hmm. as soon as you were able to have him. Yep. And they told us he came in with two girls and I, and I went, I'm a stalker. I went back on city pops Instagram and there was like two days before there's a picture of two separate couples, but the girls and they left him alone. And, and yeah, I, I Roman picked me that day. He just licked me and it was over for me. And my intention, my original intention was to adopt. And I was looking at shelters and I wasn't even looking for a Yorkie. I am asthmatic. So I do have to have a breed that, yeah. 
that can't that don't shed. Otherwise, I'm I'm gonna have to rehome it or do something because I know yeah. I can't handle it. So that's another thing that makes it very complicated because it's hard to find hypoallergenic dogs in shelters. Yeah. But it's the only kind of dog that I can have. And the whole point to that is, I don't care how you get your dog. I've never been against you bought it, you bought it, you adopted it. That's great. Um, I don't think the fact that I bought Roman takes away from how much I support animals nope. and animals. Like Not at all. recently, I literally just started donating to my favorite shelter, which is Puerto Rico has a big problem with straight dogs. Like we have yeah. a lot of them. So there's a, there's a company that, that dedicates themselves to rescuing straight dogs in Puerto Rico. And I did the thing where instead of giving Twitter $8 a month, I donate them to this other, to this company. I Love donate that. to ASPA. I, I donate to Humane Society. And I just don't feel like the fact that I bought Roman makes me a hypocrite yeah. or it takes away from how I feel about dogs. And I think when people adopt is and rescue animals, it's like the best thing that you can do. But yeah. the case here is Pete Davidson probably went in there with the intention of buying a dog. I'm not going to judge him on that. Yeah. PETA went on and started talking all of this crap about Pete Davidson. This tour uh, went through a lot of drama uh, years ago, back in 2012. And that's why they are now required to give you all of this paperwork with your dog, that they're coming from good breeders, et cetera, et cetera. I will say they're not perfect because they sell you the dog and you can you have like a free vet check with their vet, right? I was like, I'm going to pass on that. I'm going to take him to whatever vet I choose. And my vet did tell me, in the state of New York, it is illegal to sell a dog if it's just paid. So they got Roman fixed before he was eight weeks old. And my vet was like, she's like, first of all, Roman wasn't even a pound. So she's like, I don't even know how they will measure his anesthesia in a level that would kill him because he was so little. Even when Roman had to have dental surgery and his vet was afraid of the anesthesia because he's so little, you have to be very careful with how much you give him. So I'm not saying this place is perfect by any means in the way they do business. They do shady business. They need to get the dogs out at eight weeks so you can sell them right away, right? That's just a part of it. And Roman should have never had that surgery at that age. Yeah. He's okay. And that happened with my cat, so- by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, my cat. I don't know if you know this about cats. I don't know if it's the same thing for dogs. So Jagger, my cat, uh, has like a pouch in his stomach that like a saggy, a saggy skin. Yeah. And apparently that happens to cats who are fixed or spayed, whatever you want to call it, before they're it's premature. Yeah. Yeah, they, they told me that Roman was might behave a certain kind of way because he never went through the whole understanding. You know, like, he should have been at six months, basically. But then they weren't going to sit on him for six months. Especially, yeah. Roman is a teacup, which is smaller than your typical Yorkie. So you want to have him out there when he's really tiny and cute because that's when everybody wants him. The whole point to that is, I guarantee you Pete Davidson went in there with a plan to buy a dog. As long as you treat your animals right, yeah. I'm okay with this. And sometimes I feel like PETA will criticize or do certain things when I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong. They went out and posted a whole ass statement about how Pete Davidson couldn't adopt a dog and he chose to go to City Pops and and buy these dogs and, and, and all these rescue dogs that need rescued. And I was like, that's a little too much. Pete Davidson got right back at them. And I think it was like one of the executives, like the higher ups in PETA, he left them like a super profane voicemail. I love it. And I, you know what, kudos, and I, I respect Pete Davidson that much more. This is a guy, by the way, outside of this, Pete Davidson is always one to stand up for himself whenever yeah. he needs to. I respect the hell out of that guy. Yep. 
You know, even big, when Kanye was talking all this shit yeah. about it, he was still like freaking. He old. does what he wants. He's himself, mm-hmm. and just he's just like he seems like a very stand-up guy. And you know, the big part of this article that I don't think people really take into consideration outside of seeing the headline: his mom's dog passed away. Mm-hmm. That's the reason he went and got a, a dog was to bring her a new dog. The idea. This, this this guy is maybe grieving. His mom is grieving. You're going to attack him for, for trying to feel better about a situation. It may help his mom feel better. Yeah. And we were just talking about how you were looking for a specific kind of dog. Yeah. What if you're looking for... There are dogs that are very hard to find in rescues. And, yeah. Most and, likely and, I, and, and you know what? If we're, While we're in the topic of it, a lot of places make it very hard to adopt a pet. Yeah. Which I don't yes, think it makes do. any sense. If you show up there with the paper where you have your idea and you have and you have the fee and all that, I get it for a certain kind of breed. Like I remember that show. I love that show, Pitbulls and Parolees. Like they would yeah. go and make sure that the house was fitting because you have a rescue pitbull that might have already had a messed up past. I get it. A German Shepherd, a Rottweiler. But if I'm just going to your shelter to buy a little mutt, you don't need to visit my home. You don't need to call tent references. You don't need to like as yeah. long as I that I have the space, you know, like I, I also think like because you go into these stores and just swipe your credit card, the dog is yours. And I'm like, they should make adopting and rescuing dogs this easy. Yeah. Because no. some places make it make it very hard for you to adopt. And I, I've rescued before and I remember it was like a five day process. And I'm like, I thought I was just gonna walk into the shelter and walk out with the with the puppy. <laughs> like, isn't that the whole point of it? Yeah. And the other big thing here too is he's a celebrity. He can't just like be going to all these different places. And granted, there's different levels of celebrity where some can. But like Pete Davidson, like he's gonna get mobbed in any store that he's in. Well, that store is very notoriously known for all celebrities in in Manhattan, in New York City right. area, to buy their dogs from there. Yeah. Uh, when I went, they were flexing about how I think it was Kendall. No, it was Kylie. Kylie had just bought a dog from there like two days before I got yeah. uh, Roman, and they were showing the picture to everybody and all this. Um, and, and like you said, they had the strategy. I mean, they sat me on the floor, put a little thing around yeah. me, and just handed me, and they were like, stay for as long as you want. And I'm like... You oh, want a water? You want anything? Yeah, that you want to stay yeah, <laughs> yeah, like... Oh, and then my favorite thing was, like, at that time, I was with my ex-fiance and his daughter. We were all there, right? So when we, we were walking in Chelsea, and then we're going into the... We're going to the pet store. They have puppies in the windows, right? The dog in the window song. That's literally Roman. So... Um, I remember I looked at him and I said, we're not buying a dog. Keep in mind, I'm the one who, who fell in love and bought the dog. But yeah. I'm like, we're not buying a dog. But I'm like, I work sales, right? So I know what I'm doing. I'm like, at no point, no matter what happens, we're going to say we like this dog. The key word is thirsty. If we like a dog, we're going to say I'm really thirsty. <laughs> so we're sitting on the, do- on the floor with the dog. And Madison, his daughter, she goes, I'm really, really thirsty. <laughs> I was like, I love that you follow instructions because we would not. That's I'm like, terrible. I'm telling them do not give any sign of weaknesses. And I'm like, oh, I love you. And they're, they're, they follow directions. I didn't. The guy started walking around and he goes, she, she tells my, he tells my ex-fiance that she really likes him. And I'm like, man, they know what they're doing here. But I mean, I get that PETA is like a pet company and they're here for the rights of animals. But 
They need it to be relevant. That's why they got Mind involved. your own business. Like, I thought you were here for, like, animals that are going through, like, lab testing or, like, animals dying for fur. Like, whether I buy my dog or rescue it, which I think both ways you're getting a dog and you might be getting a dog out of a terrible situation. What happens when these dogs don't sell? Ask yourself that question. What happens when a dog doesn't sell? Where do they go? Do they end up in a, you know, I don't know. So ultimately you are saving a dog from a weird situation from a freaking pet store where they just like sit them there, put food and water in their little cage and leave them there until they get sold. They're not getting loved. They're not getting attention. So I don't, I I will never judge anybody for however. I would judge you on how you treat your animal. 1,000%. I, I, I literally judge people based on how they are with animals. And if you tell me you don't like dogs, uh, we're done. You know, the, the idea of PETA is, is, has a good intention, but what right. they do, they really, they really just, they, they, they're hypocritical in a sense, because they're always, you never see them in like, for a good reason in, in the headline or in the media, right. it's always a bad reason. And it's like, they're like, for this, they, they saw this as an opportunity to be in a headline. So they went after it. It's really you know funny I mean? because even when I talk about, and I like all of these pet commercials get me. But now that I think about it, I think I donated to PETA like a handful of times where everybody else I like got like monthly recruiting donations where with PETA is just like, I don't remember like really donating a lot to them. And yeah. I'm what all my charity always goes to animal, um, to animal charities. Uh, but they're just like, I don't, I remember when they were throwing blood at people that were fur. That was a thing, remember? New York yep. Fashion Week. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Yeah, they're just, I don't know. I don't know what their intentions are. At the end of the day, they are a corporation. And I just really wonder. I like this little tiny nonprofit animal uh, charities that not everybody might hear about. I feel like they have better intentions than a PETA. That's just my personal opinion. I'll leave it with this. You know, I don't care how you get your dog Mm -hmm. or your cat or your pet, right? If you adopt, if you shop, if you hopefully don't steal, but please adopt, rescue, shop, whatever the term is you want to use. Uh, you know, you at the end of the day, like you said, you are saving a life and you're giving it, you're putting it in a better position and you're giving it a home and you're giving it love, hopefully. Um, and that's really the way to judge people is how they treat their animals. Now, the big thing here is, and I learned this the hard way, uh, do a background check before you adopt. Hmm. Do a background check, not only on the place you're adopting from, but also the, the, the bloodline. Oh, yeah. The bloodline of the animal. Because, unfortunately, one of my goldens passed two years ago from a brain tumor. And... That was like traumatic, and yeah. it was it was a hereditary thing. That Tell was the that. that was the drama that City Pops, the place where Pete Davidson and I got yeah. our dogs, is that they uh, somebody bought a dog, and within like a week, the dog passed away, and he had a condition. Yeah. And obviously, City Pops were trying to get out of this like situation because they didn't want a refund, and they didn't want to give this person another dog, nor did the person want to get. Uh, another dog from them but the whole point was it ultimately was like the breeder's fault and yeah. that's what went into the whole now you guys gotta get breeders that are legally inspected that you know yeah. so if something happens to the dog um and you also have like a, i think we had like a month 
thing where I still have it. Obviously, I have his papers. Like Roman had like a long time where I could go back if I had any health issues with him. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they they give you like a free bed check now with the dogs yeah. and all that. But it happened. Uh, uh, they they did find out the issue was the breathers. Yeah. So now you can go in there and ask all of the questions about like where is this dog coming from? What is the name of the breathing? Co- they yeah. had to. They used to not give you that information. Mm-hmm. Now they give you that info where you can Google search as you're sitting there, and that way you can find out is this is this company good? Is it bad? You know what is it? Blah blah blah. With Roman, he's AKC, so you can literally look up his bloodline because they're all AKC registered. So wow. I know like Roman's like Roman's dad was a show dog. He won wow. prizes and everything. He didn't get didn't get any of that from him. He's a brat. But <laughs> uh, but like you can you you can go into AKC and look up like their entire little like bloodline yeah. and how old they grew up to be and, and all of that. So it's like really cool now the the information. But City Pops went through drama because of what you're talking about. Because of yeah. this dog had an issue and it was a breather and the breather should have never sold these dogs to the shop to begin with so they yeah, started working with like different breathers at that point and these are the things that PETA should be talking about these are the things that should be uh being be put in the headlines when it involves PETA and these animal these animal companies because this Correct. is information that people don't know most people don't know and you know I wish back then when I adopted my dogs that I knew certain things, to, what to look for. You know, also, pet insurance. Pet insurance is really important. <laughs> yeah. Really important, not only for your animal to have the proper care that it needs, but also for your pocket. Because I know when, when, when my dog was diagnosed with a brain tumor, we were it was thousands to even just do tests and all that stuff. And with pet insurance, it, it, it really does help you. Because people had... who have pets who, who go through things and they can't help them because they can't afford it. Yeah, Roman has been a very healthy boy, knock on wood, but he had an emergency surgery when he was still five, six months old because he didn't shed his teeth. You know how dogs shed yep. teeth? So he had like two layers of teeth and you could hear him grind his teeth at night and he would cry. He couldn't close, fully shut his mouth. Wow. It's actually called like shark mouth and it's very known in like little breeds, especially Yorkies. But yeah. I will never forget that I had to, well, Robin had like, I think her name is the Venturing Vet and she comes to you. She has a truck where it's like the act. So Robin had his surgery as I'm looking from the, in the parking lot as I'm oh, staring man. at it. But um, that ended up costing me $1,300 and he needed to have it right then and there. Yep. And it's just like, that is not, that is no joke. Like, who the hell is just, I mean, obviously I'm going to make sure that my dog is okay. But ever yeah. since that happened, I've been a big advocate of pet insurance because once I started calling around to get insurance for him, they told me, they were like, oh, you only would have paid 250 that day if you would have just looked at the insurance company ahead of time. Yeah. So yeah, I do. I am a big advocate of pet insurance as well. I think that everybody watching today, I, I, I hope everybody watching today got something uh out of this episode because yeah we have we're, fun we're just dropping some knowledge and different yeah. things from experience that- listen last week we were talking about real parents issues and we might not know shit about that but yeah. bring us an animal topic and we'll educate you real quick <laughs> yeah i think that it's important for people to to hear these things but learn about them and not just learn like facts about online but like really deep dive into these things because these are the things that we're not told. We're not, you know, a lot of people always say like, when you get, when you're in school, you're not, you're not told, you're not learned, you're not taught how to do your taxes or 
right. like that. It's the same concept with this. Like people don't tell you how to go about adopting a pet and, and handling a pet. It's, yeah. And, and, and what kind of pet? A lot of times yeah. you think that a, a, a specific kind of breed is right for you because you find them cute because of this, because of that. And yeah. then you come to find out that that is not the breed that you wanted at all. Like if you're going to adopt, if you're going to get a pet, rescue, buy, whatever, just do the research and make sure that it is the right animal yep. for you. You know, like I, I had to start with because when I was little, we had to get rid of my dogs because of my yeah. asthma. So I automatically knew that they can shed. Once you look into the non-shedding, then go into like what size do they grow in. I've always, I live alone. So I've always been an apartment person. Even when I didn't yeah. live alone, we were living in the city. So what is a good apartment breed? Like do yeah. your research to make sure you're not getting a German Shepherd in a freaking studio in Manhattan. It's yeah. not going to work yeah. and your dog is going to be miserable. Like I always tell people there's so much more that goes into it than just like, I'm going to adopt or rescue this dog just to do a good deed and because the one thing that you never want to do is have to rehome a pet yep. but do it if it's the right thing to do too i had a yorkie before roman years before roman i went dogless for the longest time because i was heartbroken that i had to rehome my my other yorkie her name was tiffany yeah. but i was living in the midwest okay and we had I, i had a roommate and we had doggy doors and she had a fencing yard this dog ran out the yard like she lived her best country life and when i left the midwest to go to new york i was like she had uh, my roommate had a Uh, it was a mix. It was a German Shepherd and a Rottweiler mix. And this was oh, Tiffany's wow. best friend. We had a cat. She loved the cat. So I was like, if I take Tiffany from this environment, she was already over 10 years old. I was like, yeah. to New York, I'm going to depress her. Like, I'm yeah. like, it's not the right thing to do. She grew up in the country. She's used to running around. And I'm yeah. going to take her to, from that to what? I, when I first moved to New York, I had a studio. Yeah. And I was working 13 hours a day. There was no yeah. walking her. There was no taking her. So I left her with my roommate and it was one of the most heartbreaking decisions that I made but I made the decision for my dog not for me if I was selfish I would have brought her with me but it would have been the complete wrong thing to do so also think about the breed and and if it ever comes down to a decision put your animal first and think about what's best for your animal yeah Peter, I hope you're listening <laughs> because uh This is what should be in your headlines, not Pete Davidson. Educating people about pet adoptions and all that, that should be something that a lot of more people should be doing. Yeah. Well, Issa, we, uh, we've been here for an hour and a half. We always Almost just talk for too long. That's our yeah. problem. <laughs> Anything else you want to leave the people with today? No, I watched uh, The Ultimatum Queer Love on Netflix. You know, I'm the queen of, of trashy reality TV. Yeah. My God, it is so good. So anybody watching us, if you need your fix of a crappy love reality show, go watch it. I have not watched anything this week. I told you week. I wasn't going to watch wrestling this weekend. And Oh, I watched the, the Jennifer Lopez movie, Mother on netflix with my mom i heard it was good i haven't it watched was, it. it was actually good i actually enjoyed it but yeah i i was like i found myself uh sitting here sunday night and i was gonna open peacock and rewatch one of the wwe pay-per-views and i was like no i said no wrestling this weekend so i opened up netflix and fell down a reality show rabbit hole but that's it that's yeah. all i got for you isa what a what a good what a good episode today was it was not only fun but it was knowledgeable yeah like we dropped some we some knowledge it's what we do joey it's what yeah. we do it's because we're <laughs> we're so great <laughs> i mean duh <laughs>
Uh, everybody who's uh, in the chat and, and watching and listening, uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe down below to the Know Your News channel. Uh, and I believe, Lisa, do you know the website for the Super Chats? Because I always forget. Know your I news think it's knowyournewschat.com. Yeah, you yeah. guys can leave chats ahead of time. Just make sure you put in your message in your chat. This is for Isa and Joey and nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we, uh, we, we love engaging with the chat. And there's always some... All the names here, I, I pretty much have memorized at this point. And, uh, yeah, you guys are the best. Yeah, and it's always a fun time. Issa, the, my favorite person to talk to, is hands down. Same, same, Joey. Yeah. We, we, we're besties now. We'd be texting each other and sending random pictures to each other. Yeah, yeah. We are, we're on another level now. This is what it is. And it's all Jimmy's fault. It is Jimmy's fault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody, thank you for watching. And uh, you could... See us again this week, uh, I think, on Issa's channel. Thursday on my channel. Yeah. And then you can see me on Friday on mine. And then right back here next Tuesday for TLR. I believe it will be episode 34. My week. God. My we are, God. We need, we need to plan our retro one. I really want yes. to do the retro show. We will do that. And uh, let's keep them coming. All the good stuff. Have a great week, guys. And we'll see you next week. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.